Hey there, this is Jay Blake Fischera of the Score to Death Radio and Saturday Night Movie Sleepover Podcasts. And I'm also the author of the Score to Death book series. With the Score to Death books, I explored the craft of creating horror film music through detailed interviews with many of the genre's greatest composers. And now I am turning the books into a documentary. Production is already underway, but we really have only just begun. If you're listening to this between September 27th and November 1st of 2022, you can help make the definitive documentary about horror film music a reality. And while you're at it, also pick up some very cool tier rewards. So if you love horror movies and or film music, head over to Kickstarter and support Score to Death, the dark art of scary movie music. And keep up with the film's progress on social media by following at Score to Death or at scoretodeath.com. Showcasing beloved favorites and forgotten gems, this is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello again, my name is Jason Drury and a very warm welcome to part two of a special edition of the Archive Show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast as we continue the fourth Patron All Request Show. Today on this show, all the music has been requested by Cinematic Sound Radio Patrons. Now if you want to participate in the next All Request Show, which after going through some research and focus groups, we have decided to call the fifth or request show, then head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. There you can sign up in the orchestrator tier, which will allow you the privilege of participating in the fifth or request show and subsequent others. So again, check out patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. Now, as with part one, we will be playing requests from patrons on music from television from the 80s and 90s. Even though you may notice that a couple of them in this part did not fully read the memo. We had an interesting batch to listen to on part one, so let's now find out what the patrons came up with for part two. First up today is from patron Glenn McDorman. Hello, Glenn. And he writes, Hi, Jason. I'm very excited about a themed or request show. Some of my favourite film music of the last decade has come from TV, but I also know that I don't keep up with new shows, so I'm eager to hear the recommendation of other listeners. Over the last two years, I've gotten really into the music of Jeff Rousseau. This summer, I've been enjoying his work for The Man Who Fell to Earth and for the third season of For All Mankind, which was co-written by Paul Deschette. But what I would like you to play for other listeners is the main title theme that Russo wrote for the first season of the highly polarising show, Star Trek Picard. I think it's a beautiful piece of music that starts out with a piano and a piccolo, then comes in with a cello, playing what will become the melodic theme for the character of Picard, which is then picked up by the other strings and the woodwinds, and then the whole orchestra, with the brass getting some emphasis at the end, before concluding with a return to the piccolo. I think it's a wonderful way to tell the story of the entire season in music as a kind of updated old school overture. It's also a piece of music that I listen to a lot with my son Finch 
when he was one, and it will now forever remind me of happy and peaceful summer mornings, watching him playing with wooden blocks or building gigantic and precarious towers with his books. Thank you so much, Jason. Glenn McDorman. Yes, Glenn, it will be a pleasure to play for you the theme from Star Trek Picard. I know it's not from the 80s and 90s, but who cares? Here now to start the show is the theme from the first season of Star Trek Picard, composed by Jeff Rousseau. That was the theme from the first season of Star Trek Picard, which stars Patrick Stewart in the title role and started in 2020, which was composed by Jeff Rousseau and was the choice in this Overquest show of TV music from the 80s and 90s from Patreon member Glenn McDorman. Thank you very much for your choice, Glenn. I do hope you and your son, Finch, enjoyed this piece of 90s nostalgia. Right, next up to the crease, or if you prefer next up to the plate, is Patreon member Angela Rabatin. Hello, Angela. And she writes, Greetings to my newfound CSR family. I'm happy once again to participate in another request show, but I must admit the theme knocked me for a loop. I know next to nothing about TV scores in general, regardless of the time period. I asked my boyfriend for ideas, since he at least knows Emmy scores to some extent and thought I might go with something along those lines. But after some discussion, I decided to at least choose something I knew well enough to choose. As a girl in the 90s, my big obsession was not Charmed or Buffy or Friends. You more find me watching the American Whose Line Is It Anyway than any of those. Good choice. My big obsession was Sequest, and I had a bit of an obsession with Jonathan Brandis. I still have posters of him somewhere from various teen magazines of the time. I still have some episodes of 2032 on dubbed VHS from where they originally aired. So I decided to request something from Sequest DSV or 2032. I don't know if there's actually any recording for 2032 
and I know there isn't much from DSV out there, but I figured that was as good a choice as any. I don't know any specific cues that I would like to choose, so I leave it up to Jason. I hope everyone enjoys. Best wishes, Angela. Okay, Jason, what do you think? Oh, that's me. Oh, sorry, yeah, it's me. Well, yeah, yes. Well, Angela, you're right. There is no music released so far for 2032, but I think last year we featured on the archive the two disc set released by Verez Saraband of music from Seacrest DSV. I think the first disc was Complete Score of the Pilot, and the second one was episodes from the first season of Seacrest. So we've got plenty to choose from there, but I decided first of all on your behalf to plump for the iconic theme from Seacrest DSV from the original 30-minute Verez Saraband album, which was released in 1995. From the two-disc album from Verez Saraband released last year, I went for the cue Big Tension from the episode Brothers and Sisters, which showcases composer John Debney's dramatic music for the series, and also for the fact that it was a piece of music that I did not play on the suite on that archive episode. So here now is music from the classic 1990s sci-fi underwater series, Seacrest DSV, which was, if you remember, executive produced by Steven Spielberg, with music composed and conducted by John Debney.
That's just music from Sequest DSV, which ran from 1993 to 1996, which starred Roy Snyder, Michael Ironside and Jonathan Bradis, with original theme and score composed and conducted by John Debney, and was the request of Patreon member Angela Rabatin. Thank you very much for your choice, Angela. Showcasing beloved favourites and forgotten gems, this is The Archive with Jason Jury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Next up is a request from Patreon member Jerome Flick, and he writes, Hi Eric, hi Jason. The first hedge of bets in the show. First of all, thanks for all the good work you're doing, as well as all other show hosts on Cinematic Sound Radio. I am discovering more and more of these shows and have been really happy for a few programs I've only been listening to for the first time recently. The Amy Spectacular show on the Star Wars Visions and the Scored to Death show dedicated to Goblin comes to mind in particular. So keep up the good work. Well, you heard him. You heard him. For this All Request show, I wanted to choose something from the UK as a homage to Jason. I've been living in the UK a few years back, and it's a pity that our paths didn't cross. Oh, it's a bit difficult because I'm in Ramsgate. Nobody crosses paths for me in Ramsgate. You just, you've got to find me. UK is not short of great TV series and scores, but the 70s and 80s are not really my era of expertise. Well, I did say the 80s and 90s, but closer than some people I could mention, except for a few obvious ones, too well known to my taste. I didn't really know what to choose until I remembered having listened to a concert recording from the first Son Sidmed Film Music Festival in Madrid, dedicated to our fellow South African but London-based composer Trevor Jones. One of the pieces did particularly please my ears, and that was the score for the UK TV miniseries that I had never heard of before and still never seen. But man, do I love this theme. I'm speaking of the soundtrack for The Last Place on Earth. If he can manage to find the recording from the concert I mentioned, that would be terrific. Preference would be for the Last Place on Earth main theme, or the Last Place on Earth closing title. I'm sorry I haven't much to say about the film, so let's just let you surprise us with some trivia you might have on this show. Trevor Jones has been very consistent in quality and always kept his very own personal voice during his career. It's a pity that he stepped back from film scoring nowadays and his voice is surely missed. I'm still hopeful that he might come back, time to time maybe, for some special or personal projects. Anyway, I hope this will give the opportunity to more people to discover this little known soundtrack. All the best. Now, Jerome, you were right. This took a while to find. Thank you for the assistance of CSR listener Jim Wilson who sent me a copy of the original score but I decided to look for the album of the concert recording that you mentioned in your email and by some luck we actually found it. So here now is the main title from the 1985 Central TV serial The Last Place on Earth from the first Sonsumad Film Music Festival in Madrid composed and conducted by Trevor Jones.
That was a concert recording of the main title to the 1985 Central TV serial The Last Place on Earth, which was written by Trevor Griffiths, directed by Ferdinand Fairfax, and starring Martin Shaw, Stephen Moore, and Max von Sydow. So a pretty good cast there. Also starring Richard Wilson, Sylvester McCoy, Brian Dennehy, and Pat Roach. And also featured Earlier in their careers, Bill Nighy and Hugh Grant. The screenplay was based on the book Scott and Amazon by Roland Huntford and was about the exploration of the expeditions of Captain Scott, played by Shaw, and his northern rival in polar exploration, Roald Amundsen, played by Ziv Anker Ustad, in their attempts to reach the South Pole. Sounds very good. Let's see if we can find that one day. Apparently, get apparently seven episodes, one of 90 minutes, the remaining six being 50 minutes long. Is it Wikipedia wonderful? The recording was taken from the first Sociomad Film Music Festival in Madrid and was composed and conducted by Trevor Jones and performed by the RTVE Symphony Orchestra and was the request that is fourth patron or request show by Patreon member Jerome Flick. Hope you enjoyed your request, Jerome. Now this request is one I've been really looking forward to getting to on the order list. It comes from Patreon member Will Welsh. Hello Will. And he writes, Hi Jason. Patrick Garris. A name some may not recognise, but in 1983 producer Michael Cox, been working for Granada Television in the UK, was deep in the process of bringing the famous literary character Sherlock Holmes back to the small screen in a series of faithful adaptations of some of the short stories. Garris had, in 1982, won a deserved BAFTA for his television scores to Smiley's People, The Women in White, and I Remember Nelson. Born in Islington, London in 1936, he subsequently went on to score all 41 episodes of the Granada Holmes series between 1984 and 1994. The piece I have chosen from this soundtrack is entitled The Death of Sherlock Holmes and unsurprisingly comes from the last episode of The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, The Final Problem. This story famously features Holmes and Professor Moriarty plunging over the Rackenbach Falls at its conclusion. As Watson reads the letter Holmes has left him, you hear the sounds of the falls. Once the letter ends, the violin starts, and so the piece that concludes the story. Played by Catherine Gowers, a brilliant soloist and Patrick's daughter, it has all the emotion you need. The piece itself is based on the main theme for the series and features the violin as solo for the first part before more instruments join in. Interestingly, the same piece was also played by Catherine at, at a memorial service for Jeremy Brett, who plays Holmes in the series until his untimely death. Sadly, Patrick Gowers passed away in 2014, age 78, but in my humble opinion, his music, especially for Holmes, would live on. Thanks, Will UK. Yes, thanks for your request, Will. In this house, Jeremy Brett is the definitive Sherlock Holmes. And listening again to Patrick Gower's music for this series brings back memories of Monday evenings at 9pm on ITV in the 80s and 90s, watching that memorable series. For the record, I own the DVD box sex of all the episodes. That's how much of a fan I am. It will be a pleasure to play your request for such a pivotal episode. But before I do, if you can forgive me, I must also play beforehand the wonderful main title piece that sets the scene of Victoria London in such an impressive way. 
So here first is the main title called 221B Baker Street and then the cue The Death of Sherlock Holmes from the classic Granada for ITV TV series Sherlock Holmes with music composed and conducted by Patrick Gowers. <laughs>
Rosewood accuse 2-1B Baker Street and the death of Sherlock Holmes from the classic Granada television for ITV series Sherlock Holmes with music composed and conducted by Patrick Gowers and performed by the Wren Orchestra of London with violin soloist Catherine Gowers. I was to the request of Patreon member Will Welsh. A truly wonderful choice, Will. Thank you very much for your contribution to this All Request special. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I hope you're enjoying the second part of this archive special, incorporating the fourth patron or request show as much as I am producing it at the moment. And uh, we've got a few more goodies to come, so let's continue with a request from patron member Doug Lacey. Hello, Doug, and he writes, Hi, Jason. My choice for the Old Request show, number four, 80s and 90s TV music, yes, 80s and 90s TV music, he got, he, he got it, is John Williams' cue, The Train Arrives, from the Amazing Stories episode, Ghost Train. Of the two episodes Williams scored for the series, Ghost Train made more of an impact on me as a 13-year-old when it aired, due in large part to Robert Blossom's portrayal of Umfa and Williams' music, of course. The final scene is especially heart-wrenching and Williams plays it perfectly with a wistful waltz and a simple recurring theme which underscores the grandfather-grandson relationship that serves as a primary focus throughout the episode. Well, Doug, yes, another good choice. It also reminds me I have to finish off my two-part John Williams tribute show, which I started earlier in the year. I am sure... I played this on the first part of that show, but as you've requested it, let's play it again. Here is The Train Arrives from the Amazing Stories episode entitled Ghost Train, the music composing adapted by John Williams. Thank you. 
That was the train of eyes from the Amazing Stories episode titled Ghost Train, with music composing conducted by John Williams, requested by Patreon member Douglas S. Lacey. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug, for your request. And a reminder. Our next request comes from Patreon member Stacey Libitzanis. And I hope I pronounced that correctly, Stacey. And she writes, Hello, Eric. Are you sure this has come to the right place? My requested track is from the Magical Girl Ami series Pretty Cure. Pretty Cure is one of the most successful anime series of all time, having been on continuously for the last 18 years. But it remains largely unknown in the West, even among Ami fans. I only discovered it in 2021 and quickly became obsessed. It's reminiscent of Sailor Moon, but much better, with a resolute focus on girl relationships, social responsibility, psychological resilience, and promoting mature emotional states and sincere moral values to immature audiences in a way that my irony-choked imagination desperately needs. One of the principal elements fueling my obsession is the music. Demonstrating my devotion, I bought every single soundtrack album, 65 in total. Pretty Cure's music is mostly upbeat and cheerful, with the various composers working on the series providing variations on evoking happiness, warmth and simply contentment. But there is a standout moment of melancholy as well. Since Pretty Cure is an episodic TV series, the music is written so that it can be reused to fit various situations. The repetition has become comforting. When a familiar theme begins, it activates my emotional attachment to the characters. My requested track is the main theme from the 11th season, Happiness Charged Procure, which was filled with beauty and romance and makes me sigh with delight whenever I hear it. Hiroshi Kataki, who scored four seasons of Pretty Cure. Takaki's scores are all lush, romantic, soaring and sweeping, providing every episode with at least one standout musical moment. Thanks, Stacey Livitt-Zanis. Thank you, Stacey, our second Japanese entry in this request show, and like Luna from Legend of Kasan, a piece of music I have never heard before, so let's hear Happiness Charge Procure from the, the Magical Girl Ami series Pretty Cure, the music composed by Hiroshi Takaki. Tak. Takaki. 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 Him.
That was Happiness Charge Procure from the Magical Girl Emmy series Pretty Cure, which began in 2004 and is ongoing. I the 1990s by four years, but who cares? With music composed by Hiroshi Takati, Takaki, easy for him to say, and was the request of his fourth All Request show by Patreon member Stacy Livitzanis. Thank you, Stacy. Right now, this is a request we'll get the juices going. This is from Patreon member Joseph Wiles, who writes, Good morning, Jason. How do you know I'm doing this in the morning? I'm writing you this note for an upcoming Overcrest show on the morning of my family's annual trip to Tanglewood Music Conservatory to see a lifelong friend. This year, we are celebrating his 90th birthday and the guest little performers tonight is telling of how special this event will turn out to be, as I did last year in writing to Eric for the very first time. If by chance I do get to meet the maestro John Williams this evening, I'll be sure to tell him my Cinematic Sound Radio family sends their best. I hope you did, Joseph, and hopefully one day he'll come on the station to talk to us. Wouldn't that be amazing? Now for my request. In the fall of 99, NBC premiered an hour-long drama set in a place that I always had a proud interest in. I've always respected the office of the President of the United States of America. Not always the person itself, but have continued to always show respect and appreciation for the role and its place in American history. At the time this show premiered, I was in a strong relationship with a woman who would eventually be my wife. I will be starting to turn my job into a career and make decisions that would impact my life for the positive and set up personal success. In other words, I was going up. That's not me going, it's him going, in the email. Joseph continues, The West Wing was the right show at the right time for me. Something my future wife and I enjoyed together. We liked that. We had developed a personal connection to the cast. Their struggles made them compassionate and we celebrated their successes. It's something I hold very special to this very day. On the occasion I feel a personal sense of success, rather at work or home, I always play a certain cue for the West Wing. This track that I played was found on the collection of composer Snuffy Walden's TV themes titled Music by W.G. Snuffy Walden. The track I'd like to hear played today is titled West Wing Suite and it encompasses all the feels I got over the years in the Bartlett White House and reminds me, as we all do from time to time, good job, you're doing great, it's going to be okay. Now what's next? Joe, sent from the lawn at Tanglewood. What a good choice Joe, we we looked for the album and we found it. And here is the track, the West Wing Suite, from the collection, music by W.G. Snuffy Walden, composed by, amazingly, W.G. Snuffy Walden.
That was the West Wing Suite from this TV series, The West Wing, created by Aaron Sorkin and starred Martin Sheen, John Spencer, Rob Lowe, Robert Shift, Jewel Hill and Stockard Channing, which ran from September 1999 to May 2006. That music composed by W.G. Snuffy Walden and was the request, a great request I must add, from Patreon member Joseph Wiles. Thank you very much for your contribution today, Joseph. I do hope you enjoyed the concert at Tanglewood. This is The Archive with Jason Drury on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Our next request comes from Vienna, Austria, and Patreon member Dennis Schaller. Hello, Dennis. Thank you for your contribution. And he writes, Hi, Jason. My pick for the fourth all request show is Hi-Ho Silver, for which you'd Bellis' score to It from 1990. Oh, very good. This movie scared the living hell out of me. Of course, it didn't anymore as I got older, but I still think that it was a well-made TV horror movie that actually did a few things better than the movies from 2017 and 2019. One thing that kept being unappreciated was Richard Bellis's score. Although I love Benjamin Wolfish's main theme, I always thought that the original theme by Bellis had more soul, emotion and profanity. For me, it captured the romance, the longing, the angst and the hope of Derry and the Losers Club perfectly. The track Hi Ho Silver does all that, and more. It's a beautiful romantic piece that's epic and deeply moving. Thank you so much for all the work that you, Eric, and the other hosts put into cinematic sound. Best regards from Vienna, Austria, Dennis. Well, another great choice, Dennis. I remember playing a suite from it in 2017 on one of my early archive shows and receiving a very kind message from composer Richard Bellis saying how much he enjoyed the suite. So I am more than happy to play High Hill Silver from Richard Bellis' score to the 1990 miniseries, It.
That was Hi Ho Super from the 1990s classic mini series It, based on the novel by Stephen King and written by Tommy Lee Wallace, and starring Tim Curry as Pennywise, Richard Thomas, John Ritter, Harry Anderson, with music composed and conducted by Richard Bellis. I was the choice of Patreon member Dennis Cheller. Thank you, Dennis, for your contribution to the show. And with that, we are sadly coming to the end of part two of this special archive show incorporating the fourth Patreon or request show on the Cinematic Sound Radio podcast. Thank you so much to all the patrons who have contributed, even though some of them didn't fully stick to the plan. But what the hey. This show has been a joy to put together and hopefully I will get the chance to do another one in the near future. Coming down the pipe will be the fifth Patreon or request show hosted by Eric Woods. And as I said at the top of the show, if you want to participate in the next archive show and you're not a patron as yet, then head over to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. There you can sign up on the orchestrator tier, which will allow you the privilege of participating in the Patreon archive request shows. Again, go to patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. I leave you with a final request, which comes from a Mr. Tim Burden, a familiar name and voice in these parts. He writes, Hi, Eric Stroke Jason. Thanks for asking to pick one. I like to choose Sean Davies' utterly charming music from the 1990s BBC TV hit Ballykiss Angel. Sean is a very prolific Irish composer, which you may recall also scored for the film The Tailor of Panama with Pierce Brosnan. Ballykiss Angel showcases the idyllic scenery of the Wicklow County, just south of Dublin. And if you ever visit Ireland, the village of Avoca is where the show is filmed. Sean's utilisation of woodwind strings and Celtic percussion evoke the visuals perfectly. All the best, Tim. Well, Tim, great choice and a really jolly way to end the show. I have this thought I keep getting as well. I know the show was produced by the BBC, but I keep wondering what he would be like if Balakis Angel was produced by 20th Century Fox 1013 Productions. What would it sound like at the end if the 20th Century Fox logo came up? It's just a thought. It's just me being silly, but you know, it would never happen. But here now to finish the fourth patron or request show on the Cinematic Sound Podcast Network is the theme to Bally Kiss Angel, which ran for six series between 1996 and 2001. The theme composed by Sean Davey and requested by Patreon member Tim Burden. Thank you very much for listening. I do hope you've enjoyed both parts of this special archive incorporating the fourth patron or request show. And until the next time we meet again from me, Jason Drury is take care and happy listening.
I made this. Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>